Across the Park podcast is proud to be sponsored by Globe Gas and Heating. For the best kitchen and bathroom renovations, boiler servicing and repair, and central and underfloor heating in the Northwest, head over to globecentralheating.com and quote Across the Park for a free quote. Hello, welcome to episode 5 of Across the Park Podcast 23-24. We can't look back on anything. I've had a lovely weekend. I don't know about you. There's been no Everton, but we're back. And I've got a very, very special guest to join me in Judgy's absence. I'm a fan of this lad. I listen to his music all the time on the amazing in-demand radio. More importantly, he is a big blue. Jack Elliott. Jack, thanks for joining Across the Park. How are you? No worries, man. How are you? Good. Good. Good, mate. I've been looking forward to this. I've been stalking you about it on your Instagram. Like you've a bit worried. I know, yeah. She's like, who's this bloke? Oh, I'm made up. To get you on, and, oh, and I do fun. want to talk a little bit about you at the end of the show. Yeah, no problem. Your, your life as a blue and things like that. The good questions. <laughs> but we've got to talk about the current stuff okay, at, the, at, the, at the minute. Uh, you're visi- visibly younger than me, yeah. so I've probably had a little bit better than you at times. Definitely, probably. Um, but the past two or three seasons have just been really, really tough. How is it for someone of, of your age who's maybe not seen some of the success, and it's just. It's been normal, but has this still been really extra crap for you? Yeah, it's probably been the most disconnected to like the club, mm. like ever, because obviously there's been loads of other things off the pitch happening as yeah. well. So that stuff doesn't help. Yeah. But when the team are playing like that, it's just horrendous. But I've actually never, like, I'm 26. Yeah, I've never seen us win anything, so it's oh, pretty much know. no different for me. But you're the generation I talk about when I <laughs> say to my mates, I feel sorry for, yeah, for yeah. them because they've not seen anything. Yeah, it's like I was alive for the, the end of the 80s stuff. I say I was alive, can't remember it, but I'm taking it. Yeah, certainly saying I've seen it. 1995 Cup Final, yeah, visibly, I was 10, that was that was a big moment for me. So I've had those little things, but yeah, the past two seasons have just been, they've been really low, and I think disconnect's a good word there. Yeah. I think and some, some of the lads I know, they'll give the tickets away on a match day now. They'll just say, like, I'm not going. Yeah. And my little boy, <clears throat> I've spoken on this podcast, my little boy, I took him to the match on the Wolves game, and he says to me, Dad, don't bring me no more, we just get beat. He's five. So the generation below you going to get it even worse. <laughs> going to get it even worse. But yeah. um, we've got Sean Zayshin at the minute. Um, anyone who knows anything about football understands why we have Sean Zayshin. And he's even said himself, I probably wouldn't have got this job ever. We're trying to qualify for, for Europe. Where we are, which is just trying to stay up and get a bit of stability. Do you feel quite safe with Sean Zayshin? I do. I think he can do a certain job. And I think he can take it to a certain level. But it's hard to judge him on like going past that certain level because I don't think he's ever had the opportunity in the past. So mm-hmm. he's obviously managed the likes of Burnley. And I think there is like a little bit of a ceiling with how much he can do with Burnley. And I think he can do more with Everton. But obviously there's restraints with like money and just all sorts of stuff happening. But time will tell at the end of the day with him. But I think he's a solid manager. Mm-hmm. I think if you look at the likes of Rafa, Frank, I know, you, you're going to look at Dice as a bit of like a solid yeah. figure. And I think he's probably cut out a lot of the troubles as well, where he wouldn't like handle certain mm-hmm. things like the Damari Gray situation, stuff like that. Yeah. He's probably come in and gone, I don't want any of that here because there's enough issues going on. Yeah. The last thing he needs is more. Yeah, true. So yeah. hopefully he's the guy that can kind of settle the ship a little bit. I hope so. I hope so. I just want it to be settled. I want to sleep in April. You know what I mean? I know, I you're not going to that. <laughs> no, no. I think I think you're right with, with Daisha. I, I feel a bit safer with him there. I think the likes of Frank Lampard is, is 
always trying to make Everton play in a way that those players can't play. Yeah. We've even seen it at the start of last season with Dwight McNeil. Now, to the Dwight McNeil who ended last season compared to the one who started it, I think personally, most of that is down to how he's being used. So Lampard has him in like a three behind the yeah, one. Yeah. And he's not that, whereas Dice has gone, winger, win corners, cross yeah. it. So I think the style of football under Dice, whilst it will never be really, really attractive, I think it's a safe style. Yeah, no, it is very safe, but it's weird how managers can do that because like Awobi at Lampard as well, yeah. he like just like shined. New man, yeah. And then before that you were like, he's, like, he's not yeah. very good, but yeah. then he came and then just like lit it up. Mm. So it is different how like certain players can like thrive, but I'm worried like it's a certain place that might not thrive under Dice, the way he plays. Yeah, yeah. Like you look at Onana for um, Belgium, just looks unstoppable. Yeah. But then at Everton, I'm like, you just feel like they're not using them correctly. Yeah, Onana's a difficult one. We've had loads of questions from our listeners on Onana. Um, so we'll, we'll ask you about that. Be, be a good chance to talk about him. For me, he seems to drift in and out of games. Yeah. There's times I look at him and go, wow, that was like no one else in our team yeah. can do that. And there's times where we were, we're under the cosh I'm going, where is he? Because I could yeah. use the big man in here to win the ball back. Are you a fan of Onana? I like him. I know on Twitter someone called him uh, Onanimous yeah. in games. Yeah. Was, it's just absolutely <laughs> me. It was the best thing I've ever seen. Think yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. And he is. He does go missing sometimes. Yeah. But then he has some games where he just absolutely turns up. But I think there's so many Everton players that are like that. Mm. Where like one game, they'll be unstoppable. Yeah. Next game, totally missing. And that's what they need to try and work out because I don't know if that's just an Everton issue or that's like a problem with loads of fo- different football players. But it feels like at Everton, yeah. we've got 11 of them. But I think Dice said, didn't he, when he came in, he said it's so disjointed. We're overloaded in certain areas. Yeah. He left three centre-backs going and we've still got four. I mean, it's mad. And he's, he, he was saying there's a mismatch and he's, he's tried to address it. Him and Kevin Dalwell have tried to address the attacking options. Now we've brought in a young striker. Um, we've brought an experienced striker. We've brought in a wide man. Hopefully we'll add goals. But looking at the Windsor as a whole, I was reading that the net spend and things and whoever you believe in and whatever, that the money we put down on players was three million. And the rest of it is on, you know, we'll see, see you next yeah. summer kind of thing, hopefully. And we brought in over 50 million now Damari Gray's gone. Is that for you, and it's probably difficult to answer, is that sensible way we're working or is it a bit of an alarm bell that we're still having to function like that? The it issue, could be bad, it could yeah, no one, The issue is no one knows what's mm. really going on. Everyone's got like, yeah. oh, we know this. At one point people are saying it's financial fair play and then yeah. now people are saying, no, they're actually just skint. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. but what is it? Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So now I'm starting to go towards we're skint mm. because this financial fair play, I don't think anyone understands it. And you look at Chelsea and the way they're doing it, like they're spending a fortune. And I understand they're being clever by spreading the payments out and all that. And then I'm looking at Everton thinking, why aren't you doing that? Mm. Are we not capable of doing that? Do you like money we spent in the past stuff like that like if I look at our window I think if you at the start asked any Evertonian they'd probably say they're a bit disappointed we're short aren't we yeah like that young Portuguese lad I think that's good for the future but I don't think we can bet on future players I think we need players now like that Beto I think exactly yeah if he gets injured yeah and I think injuries with Everton just go hand in hand. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Or the goalkeeper gets injured. Yeah. Or Tarkowski gets injured. We're, we're in deep, we're in trouble. Deep trouble. Like Pickford, Pickford's probably the only player in the last few years who's just been solid. Mm. Like he's just been unbelievable. But like without him, we probably would be in the championship. 100%. Like easy. Like and even if he has like a bad game and stuff like that, you'll never get enough credit when he's at Everton. Yeah, yeah. But it's just unbelievable. I think every Evertonian will always just say, like, he yeah. is the number. First name on the team sheet, he's oh, basically, like, just, just so good. 
And he seems to be like a bit of a character as well, Pickford. Like he, you know, yeah. there's a decision against Everton or something. If he's by the ref, he's fighting for that. And, and you can't have enough of those characters. I'm a, I'm a big fan yes, of Pickford. So yeah. I think it's just around the pitch. I just think we're weak in different areas. I think the left-back position, really, really weak there. I think we absolutely miss a Luca Dean type who can say, I'll go and air the team for you there if you cover the yeah. right-hand side. The balance isn't there. Patterson, times, doesn't look ready for me. But you can see... In a year or two, he's going to be a really yeah. good player. It's it's getting to that position with Everton. So across the pitch, I think we've done okay in the window. I, I do think we've done okay. But I was sitting there at 10 to 11 on deadlines. Hey, going one more. Waiting yeah. for that yellow bar to come up. Go one more. Who's that Nonto? I just wanted him. Yeah. And he was one player that when we played against him, I hated him. Yeah. Because he just did everything that I would love an Everton player to do. Yeah. And I thought oh, we might get him. And Leeds handled it amazingly. They went, he's not going. I think, and a lot, he just didn't. I think a lot of that was what we were offering, you know. Yeah, I yeah. I think it was the, yeah. uh, the Wonga yeah. on, on the tick kind of thing. Definitely, yeah, probably was a lot of, yeah. hey, we'll give you a five in this year. And they were, they were, under, no, <laughs> they were under no pressure to yeah. sell because they'd already sold the ones who had the clauses and yeah. stuff and they were like, don't need to sell them. But what's interesting about that situation is he did everything he could to kind of get out. Poor like, lad. Yeah, poor lad. Like, we, I feel so bad on him. Yeah, did everything he could. Yeah. He didn't turn up. He didn't want to play in the match. He did absolutely everything. And I think Everton probably let him down. We're letting players down, not even he played for us. <laughs> proper Everton. I know, yeah. We're affecting everyone. I think that's right. I think it is proper Everton. When, you, yeah. when you've seen the fact that he, he absolutely... Through his rattle out the prime and said, I don't want to be here anymore, send me to Everton. And then we, we're like, There must be a screw loose to want to come play for Everton that <laughs> desperately. I Even I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> uh, Beto looks to me like an Everton number nine. You've yeah. been impressed with him? Yeah, just. It's hard two games he's played. Obviously, one was in the Carabao. <laughs> the Doncaster uh, yeah, has all giddy, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's easy to get carried away and put loads of pressure on him and stuff like that. And I think it's going to be interesting when you've got Calvert-Lewin fit. Mm, definitely. What's going to happen? Because I know Calvert-Lewin's aerial threat is unbelievable. But this better is just a, he's an absolute unit. Like, it's Do you reckon he can play together, them two? Is it too bad to have too many tall people at the front? Like oh, that? Massive that yeah, yeah. You just cross the ball in constantly, wouldn't you? That would be the tactic. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I really don't understand if they could play together or not. I can see us ending some games with them on the pitch together, but start. If you need a win, it's perfect, isn't yeah. it? Like you just get the ball up, cross mm. it in. And what I like about him as well, because obviously tall players, you just think headers and stuff, he's actually quite good with his feet when I was watching yeah, him. Yeah. And he puts himself about, he's not afraid to get involved. And hopefully, because of his height, <laughs> God, I hate it when you see tall players like that, they just get grabbed. Like <laughs> the, the shirts are just getting ripped. Hopefully, you'll be able to do a little bit in the box and get us like yeah. some penalties or something eventually because yeah, yeah. we need something like that. Cause... He, he looks like he likes a battle already. Yeah. Like there's players, there's, there's a picture of the Sheffield United player, I, for, I forget his name. Oh, and yeah. He's just on the deck yeah, yeah. as he's going past them. <laughs> and it's mad that he's got like a bit of a history with Everton as well. Yeah, it's Samuel Leto. Yeah, it's weird. Have you seen the video of him training years ago with an Everton top? Yeah. It's the weirdest, like... So he's commented on that and he said it yeah. was because Samuel Leto was he and he just loved him so it was meant to go on an Everton shirt. Mental. So I, that that's amazing as well. Like, Evertonians love stuff like that. <laughs> We're a sucker for a good <laughs> yeah, line, we are. Yeah, we love it. We <laughs> love it. Easy. We are so easy to fool. But <laughs> I I just hope... He's one of them plays where you just want him to do well. Oh, definitely. And, and he's... I think we've been crying out for just a big presence up there. Like I'm, a, I'm when Lewin play when Lewin's fit with a different team. Yeah, but I'm sick of waiting for Lewin to come back. And every summer now it seems like yeah. this will be the season. And God love him, he's not getting injured on purpose. That Aston Villa injury, yeah. where he ate his cheekbone, you know, going in for a, to score a goal for yeah. Everton. He's just being unlucky. But as a fan, 
I've won as a patience with that. Yeah, though. I think it's hard for a fan to comment on it. Um, if you look at Dice, I think Dice is the one manager who's probably handled it the best. Mm. Where he's kind of Dice has took the bullet for him a few times, where he's just he's not ready. Yeah, and hopefully, I thought in the long run that means he'd be fitter for longer. And like the Aston Villa thing is a freak accident, no. but it's an Everton thing, isn't it? When it yeah. rains, it pours. Like what? How could that happen? Like yeah. that wouldn't happen to any other team. Him come on, he's fit for the game, and then this just, just yeah, yeah, just blows up like that. I was watching it. I was like, oh. Come on, this and he could he just can't catch a break. But hopefully that'll take a bit of pressure off him, having Beto yeah. there and stuff like that. And hopefully a little bit of competition as well. Yeah, so if he if he's fifth for Saturday, Lewin, he's on the bench for me. Yeah, yeah. And you say we don't actually need you. We mm. might need you in the game, yeah. but the plan to start this game, you don't we don't need you. The pressure is off here because I'm the big man. Um the start of the season, Jack, for me, I'm looking at the, the two home games. Look, I, I can get why people say Everton had to win them games, I can get it. For me, that you shouldn't have lost those two games if you just got Another two points on the board here. Things look a bit better. The Sheffield United one is a game I think Everton had to go and win. I think yeah. that a team that, when I'm talking to my mates and probably when you're talking to yours, and we're talking about who's going to finish below us, Sheffield United, the names that that Darren mentioned, you've got to go and get six points off them. So for me, it's not been the best start to the season. I don't want to drum up anger and emotion no, and get everyone no. worried here because I do generally think we'll be okay. But the start of the season for you has been a bit hit and miss. Just a bit disappointing, and I, I don't actually even blame the squad as much. I think we, I can't stand deals still being done when the game when the season started. I'd like the team just to be settled, yeah. and I felt like we've kind of wasted them first few games trying to get players in and stuff yeah. like that. I think we can capitalize when Harrison comes back, like and mm. Deli Ali as well. I think. He's just he could potentially come back and just be an absolute game changer yeah. for us. It's hard to judge someone like that. You've seen everything he's gone through. Of course, None yeah. of us knew any of that. Yeah. And then now it kind of all makes a bit of sense. Mm. So hopefully you, you never know. He could be a star player by the end of the season yeah. if he gets the games. I don't know what his situation is. I know we've got to pay a certain amount of money yeah, whenever he plays. Seven more but... games, I think. We we still got a twenty million. So I think you can you can use them for six. Yeah. <laughs> the six isn't is there. It's another clan of deal, isn't it, really? Like yeah. I I struggle with him, but that game at Crystal Palace a few seasons back when, when he came, came on, on, he just controlled it. And I think he's one of them players where he's just naturally talented. And I don't think you lose that. Yeah, Some players have to work hard. I think he's one of them where he's obviously worked hard, mm. but he's just gifted. And I think some players, like opposition players, would fear him as well. Yeah. So hopefully get him in the team, Harrison in the team. I think we could get some more points in. But looking back at the past few games, especially that Carabao Cup game, I was really worried. Oh, at half time. Yeah. I'm not lying. My dog left the room. Like he was like, he's <laughs> gonna kick off here. <laughs> Can I? I don't yeah. really get. Sounds mad. If anyone's watched that instant match reactions, me saying this, but I don't. I don't tend to get too wound up, especially when I'm watching them at yeah, home. Yeah. But that Doncaster one, I was almost done with them. Yeah, no, so was I. Yeah, it's hard because I think Evertonians. It sounds bad, this, but we we used to losing. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? But I don't mind losing a game if they put effort in, they're trying. Yeah. And there's a bit of fight there. And if you can visually see a bit of fight, I don't mind. Yeah. It doesn't anger me. It'll annoy me, but it won't anger us. Yeah. But that first half, I was looking at it, just thinking, yous all look. Yous don't look like a Premier League team. Yeah, like, right. None of them did. They all looked they're just lazy. And I know these lower teams, like it was Doncaster, Doncaster wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They proper try and they put their all in for yeah. it because it's a big time for them. Like yeah. It's highlighted their career playing Everton. They're on TV and stuff like that. But still, they shouldn't be leaving it like that. No. But I feel fine. I feel we've started the season not ready to start the season. That no, makes yeah, sense. Depo, yeah. I think down the window was short. You've had a good point there about deals being done when games being played, being a hindrance. And I, I agree with that 100%. I think now the window's shut, despite us being a little bit short still. 
probably got enough now. The fixture's coming up. There's two big games at Goodison in October. Bournemouth and Luton at Goodison. Yeah. We've got Arsenal this Saturday. Without being a defeatist, I'm sort of looking past that one. It'd be great to get something, of course. Goodison would be rocking. They're not getting booed off losing 1-0 on Sunday night. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a really tough game. And Arsenal have gone up a level in the yeah. last year. They they almost look, look, look at times as good as Man City for me last season. Likes of Odegaard in there, he's just running games for them. So it's tough. But the next few games, it, it is essential now Everton get yeah. a win, isn't it, coming up? Do you know it's weird with Everton? I look at Arsenal and I always have this weird feeling. I don't know if it's just stupidity, but I always think they could potentially do it. Yeah. And I don't know why. And I think we took points off them last season, didn't we? At first yeah. game, Dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. first game. First game, yeah. Dice. And I, it's just weird the way you just look at certain teams like that. And I think they might, if Everton are up for it, the fans are up for it. Yeah. Arsenal might not want it. Yeah. And I worry more about playing the likes of Bournemouth and stuff like that. Like Bournemouth last season, they handed it to us. Like <laughs> they multiple they balls, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they handed it to us every single time. <laughs> so like, I, I think hopefully if we can get a draw against Arsenal, it's such a massive positive. Wins loads of scope. Yeah, yeah. Loads of scope. Yeah, yeah. It'd be amazing. And I think it would bring loads of confidence. But even if we lose the game one, they'll put, put like a good shift in. Mm. There's positives to take. And the thing is, we have actually played all right. Certain things haven't gone well. Like we, first game of the season, that first goal should have stood. Yeah. And I I look at that and think that's where like it either goes left or right in yeah, the sense yeah. of like if it's not going for you, and we're bad for that. If it doesn't go for us, it's yeah. kind of like we put the tools down and like we just kind of mm. get upset about it. Where we need to just kind of carry on with it. Like the luck will come eventually. I just feel like we're getting lots of bad luck at yeah. the moment. The two home games we played really well in and the offside goal to Corey against Wolves which yeah. was like on the line yeah, is, is it or is it not and then the Neil Morpe was just like like he had to bet on himself not to score in that first game the yeah. chances that he had and God, God love him that's just that hasn't worked out and he's out the pitch now so look I'll take Everton getting battered possession wise on Sunday yeah. and it's just hitting someone's shin and going in because I, I do think we need over the next three games we've got to get six points I think yeah we just need positives and we need them now we can't be leaving it to the end of the season like we've done every other year where we yeah. can't just decide to turn up all of a sudden and I know the other teams start to struggle mm. they get tired and stuff like that Everton shouldn't be in that position anyway like the amount of money that's been spent over the years and the amount of money that's been put into the club it, we shouldn't be fighting relegation no. it's not right I don't, and I'm not thinking that we should be finishing top four or even Europa. I think we just should be like around 10th, 11th. Yeah. But we're not. If someone told me when Machete came in, listen, lad, this guy's going to put £500 million into this, but you're going to nearly go down twice. Is he deliberately doing this then, boss? I look at the stadium and it's kind of haunting me because I'm thinking, are we going to be playing championship football there? Because. That'd be the worst thing to ever happen to Everton, but it'd be the most evident thing to happen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It'd be the most evident thing to happen. First season, Championship football, just worrying. Look, we've got to get points on the board, and, I, and I'll, I'll repeat myself. The next few games are going to be crucial for me because I don't want Everton to go into a situation where we're in October, November. Because I, I think Everton were lucky last season in relation to that many teams part of it. And it was Leicester. Who got swept up at the start of last season? Leicester, yeah. no one thought Leicester were going down, no. but they were just in free fall chaos, and we clawed them. We said, yeah. "You're the one way clawing out of here." If there's only four or five seasons, who the teams who were down here this season, and we're one of them. So you've got to start getting points on the board. I, I, I've loved talking footy with you, but I do want to talk a little bit about you. Yeah. Um, before we do, just to let our listeners know, Judgey will be doing the Arsenal preview with the Arsenal fan channel. That's out on Wednesday, so keep your eye out for that. Going to talk to Jack a little bit about footy and music. Um, 
you work it in demand yeah. radio. Now that for me is like, I love it. You know, we had Lee Butler on the show a while back and I said to him, he does the morning reminisce rewinds. Now you do the afternoon yeah. or the early evening reminisce rewinds. And I've got it on whether I'm in, whether I'm in the gym, dog walk, cooking, got it on. It should be illegal. What you do should be bottled and sold. Is it, when you're playing these boss tunes, is yeah. it is good for you to play it's, them? Yeah, it's it's been more of a history lesson than anything because half the songs I play made before I was born. Yeah. So, uh, and do you know what? It's a bit different because Lee was there. Lee's been there, done that, and he's a legend at yeah. the end of the day. And I'm new. And for me, it's more like interaction-wise, where like people are kind of educating me because they're shout- they're asking for songs, they're asking why they want that song played, where yeah. they used to listen to it. it was like the 05 one, the quad stuff like that. These places to me, they're just names. I didn't experience them at yeah, all. Do you know what so. I mean? Seeing the photos, seeing the videos, I've heard Lee talk about them multiple times. Yeah. I've never experienced it, but we're creating these memories now with like the likes of Reminisce and stuff like mm. that. Like these songs are just unbelievable. And it's it's something with dance music, isn't it? It just, they just live on. It's scary. You get the right track. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. I've got, I've got personal favourites and we'll ask you in a minute, but there's something about dance music for me. It's it's different from anything else. It's, it's something that can make you feel instantly good. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like we have some days where you come in and you're a bit like, oh, I could do without this today yeah. and stuff like that. And as soon as like a few songs hit in, you're buzzing again. Yeah. And I, I know that's how important music is though to people. And it's important to like sport and yeah. everything like that. Music and everything, it's just intertwined somehow. Like it just With everything, yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And we're really lucky to do what we do at the end of the day. And it's it's boss, to be honest. Like some of the music that we play. And I think within demand it's very it's special because we're not doing what certain other stations do where they're playing certain songs on repeat and saying that we don't do that and mm. it's a lot of positive music as well like i know it's i know we probably looked at it as more as a dance station but if there's a good song out and it's a it's a good song we'll definitely play yeah, it yeah but because there's indie show as well isn't there yeah there's indie shows there's yeah. all different types of shows and stuff like that as long as the music's good mm. and it relates to the listeners it'll definitely be played it's one of them like i boss. think what you do well and i'm I said before, a big fan of you and what you do, what you do well as well. It's the interaction with the audience and, and the audience are get, getting the names read out. Yeah, yeah. And that's boss. You know what yeah, I, mean? I feel bad if I don't need, like read someone's name out. You, you feel terrible to a certain yeah. extent. And the messages are just unbelievable. Like Weaver, the other day, we just finished our set of Reminisce and Weaver was getting quite emotional on stage, just saying like, you don't know how much like you mean to us. Like yeah. you, At the end of the day, we're looking at a screen with just messages coming in and in. You're getting nice messages. It's so good. Yeah. It's just amazing. And obviously occasionally you get like the odd, the odd, the odd negative <laughs> one being like, what is this? And stuff like this. So that you're not going to please everyone. But at the end of the day, like you couldn't ask for better listeners. Yeah. It's unbelievable. No, it's boss station. I enjoy it. Um, mentioned there that you're, you're 26. Yeah. So, so what, what's your first Everton memories? Maybe not your actual first. When you think of Everton as a kid, what, do you, what comes to mind straight away? It's the first game I went to was in 2002, I think, so I'd be five, Blackburn away. Started off with the away games? I think I I might have gone to like a home game, I don't know which home game, but I know the first away game, and it was Kevin Campbell, he scored, and it was like a 1-0 win. Um, That's like, games like that, the Moisey era, stuff like that, like, it's weird looking back, because when the Moisey era was happening, I was always like, we can do better than this. Looking back now, I'll take that. You would, wouldn't you? It's amazing. Um, Good memories, probably the best one is Jaggy Elka semi final against United yeah, yeah. FA Cup. That was a, that was just unbelievable. But did you, you know, want to go down for that? When yeah, yeah, you, as a kid, there, yeah, yeah, that was amazing. Um, 
that's probably been the highlight, which is quite sad because it was a semi-final win on penalties. <laughs> yeah. But that's the closest I've probably got to a scene like oh, get win it. something and you take it. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Um, recent good memories would probably be that Newcastle one against you know with the Woby last minute winner. <sighs> Did you ever see the video someone made with the Titanic oh, track behind me? Yeah. That? It's unbelievable. I took my girlfriend to that game and we were in the um the Gladys Street and we came and she she's never sat in the Gladys Street before. Yeah. I was like, You're probably not gonna sit down. It's quite an important game. Yeah. And literally whistling the whole game, the stadium was just horrible. Like yeah. it was just horrible. And when Aroby scored that last minute winner, I'll never forget just looking up and just seeing people just like climbing on things. Like yeah, yeah. it was immense. It was just an unbelievable moment and that's probably recently the best moment those that's the end of that, that season the Lampard season even though we were rubbish and we just stayed up I remember, I just remember goals being so important yeah. I celebrate Anthony Gordon at home to United yeah. the Awobi one of course the Dominic Calvert-Lewin one against Palace when that went in I that's the closest thing I've ever had to an out-of-body experience yeah. watching Evan I've said this story in the podcast before I, I remember like celebrating hugging and then turning back to the pitch, I'm in the park end, so I'm looking at it all, like, sort of from behind. There's smoke bombs, yeah. there's pyro, Box. there's fans, there's stewards, like a war zone. Yeah. And the noise. Just immense. And you're like, this place and what this club can do to you <laughs> is scary. different. Yeah, yeah, and that's the issue, like, like my girlfriend, we went to, when we went to the game, um, when we scored that goal, we would be, I was three rows down, somehow <laughs> hugging people you never met before, stuff like that. She's there avoiding eye contact because you just want to hug loads of strangers. <laughs> well, I'm absolutely loving it. You're standing on your chair, stuff like that. And I don't think a lot of other clubs really get to experience that. And I think it's probably just like a, a Northwest kind of thing where yeah. it kind of means more, doesn't it? To yeah. a sense, like it does wreck your day when we play terribly. Does, but yeah. when we win, it's just an unbelievable feeling. Yeah, and I, I love not more. Now, this sounds silly and it's basic, but I love not more than ever and win when you're there yeah. and you go home and life's just better, isn't it? Yeah, I, it's, it's hard to kind of not let it get to you when we don't play the best or something like that. And I think of recent, I've got better with like handling it because yeah. probably we've been through it that much. <laughs> where you start becoming numb to it, don't you? Yeah, yeah. But the, the wins are just far between, but very good. Yeah, I've got two impossible questions that I want to ask you at the oh. end of the show. Just before we do, just back to this season. Do you think we'll be okay this season? Do you think we'll be, we'll survive? I'm not, I'm not saying do you think we'll be struggling, because I think we will struggle, but do you think we'll be okay, okay? So, the first year we fought relegation, I was positive, not going down. Mm. We just won't go down. Last year... There was a little bit where I was a bit like, oh, we potentially could go down. We had a show on in the arena that day when we were playing. Oh, who we play? I can't remember who we were playing now. It was when Decorah scored the um, last game of the season. Oh, uh, Bournemouth. Bournemouth, yeah. yeah, yeah. We were in the arena and like Cocky's a big Evertonian yeah. and he's got an arena show. People are coming in and stuff like that. It pretty much got delayed, that show. Because of the Everton ev- game? We were all watching it on our phones, <laughs> terrified. Everyone was more nervous about the match than the arena show which is about to happen <laughs> outside. It was just unbelievable. This season, I'm more confident that, because the squad is a bit better. I feel like we got rid of a lot of deadwood yeah, yeah. situations like that. I just, it's injuries which worry me, like you said. Imagine if an injury happened to Pickford. Yeah. Imagine an injury happened to Calvert-Lewin once again. Yeah. Beto, that's, that's one person yeah. I want him to be like wrapped up in wool. Yeah. I, I don't care. Like, don't even train. Yeah, yeah, don't train. Just come and just shine head of the football in, mate. Just put your weight around. But yeah, I think we will do well. I don't think we'll do anything special, but I think I take anything. I just don't want to be in a relegation battle at the end of the season, worrying every single day about yeah. it. it just 
could do without it. I've got grades because of it. Yeah. I joined the club. <laughs> I was your age when I started up, and I'm here at the Moyes then. I couldn't take it back then. Um, no, I, I think I think you're right. I, I think injuries are a worry because of how short we are in different areas. But I think if Everton can navigate through and keep players fit, I think we'll be okay. I don't think we'll win the cup or get into Europe or nothing. No. But I'll take that. I'll, I don't I'll, care about the cups either at the moment. I'm yeah. more just, let's just not have to fight relegation. Exactly. Like, I know we needed to win against Doncaster because it just mentally messed with all the players, the fans. Yeah. We needed that win. But we've got Aston Villa next. And it's like, well, what do you do there? Like, you want to put your full squad out for that. You want to mm. try your best. But at the end of the day, I'd rather focus on the Prem and just stay in the Prem and yeah. get into the stadium, have a few seasons there, just get comfortable and then try and move on. Yeah, that's the target. Eh? Not being a battle again. Yeah, stop it's saying never again. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, reducing all the damage, isn't it? Damage control. Yeah. I seen a picture of someone put on Twitter, and it's a picture of him, um, Carlo, with Ames Rodriguez, and someone's put. Did this really happen? <laughs> it's we got robbed of that because of COVID and stuff like that. Like it's a mental era, and till this day, I'll never like understand bringing in Rafa after him. You couldn't go from no. a ying. Like is there any more Everton than when crowds were allowed back in Rafa was the manager <laughs> I remember I was at the West Ham game and he was the manager Rafa was our manager and Moyes was their manager oh, yeah. and I was looking at the touchline like what's going on this is not right I remember and I was like I don't know who I can't stand more at the moment <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Rafa just yeah don't even talk about no, it don't give no. him the air time <laughs> move, move on Jack it's, it's been bossed to have you in the two impossible questions cool. that I want to ask you it's the best dance tune of all time It's the one that you think, do you know what? I, I could listen to that or I could play that. And The issue is, the best ones are probably the ones that get overplayed the most. Yeah. So they are a bit annoying and they're probably cliche. But the one I always think of is like Two Funky Two Brothers and Sisters. It's tune, just, yeah. it's tune. And it, it does annoy me because I yeah. hear it so much. But there's a reason you hear it so much because it's just that good. Yeah, that's so a I'm feel gonna, good tune. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. And who's the best Everton player you've ever seen? Give me, give me the one that you go, do you know what? Getting back in this team, I was sounds a primary cackle. Yeah, you, you, I've never known a player to have a bit of an aura where I thought you, you'll score. Richardson was a bit like that. I loved Richardson, but I probably just loved Richardson for who he was. Mm. I loved him as a player. I'd love him back now, but I feel like Lukaku never did as well at any other club. I think at Everton, it just worked well. And that game against Chelsea in the cup, he's yeah. just a di- he's just a different beast. And if we had him now, we'd be sorted. I think. Yeah. Just have someone up top like him be unbelievable. I don't think he could probably go back to the what he was like. But he, but you could, you could have that version. Yeah, though, yeah. just he was just unbelievable. Probably Lukaku, yeah, with him. Too funky too, and Romelu Lukaku. <laughs> I never thought you put them together, did you ever? Definitely not. No. <laughs> oh, it's impossible to get you on. You had the reminisce festival at the weekends. Yeah, but that was that was a good one, wasn't it? It's was amazing. Really hot. The yeah. sweat coming from places I never thought sweat <laughs> could come from. It was just the sweatiest of days. But yeah, it was unbelievable. Just so many people just seeing a crowd of people walking around with smiles on their faces, dancing like it was proper good vibes. It was the first one I've actually ever been to as well because usually mm. I have to work in the studio and do stuff like that. Yeah. So it was my first like reminisce experience. I've been to loads of different festivals, but it's definitely up there. What's it me. like to look out at everyone and, you, and you're in controller, the emotions? Scary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> I went on after Boys Life, which is a worrying one because <laughs> you're going from Boys Life who are singing like Westlife Boys Own It. 
and I'm coming on the stage and they're probably like, who's this guy? <laughs> like, <laughs> bit of a different audience. Yeah, yeah a bit of a weird one. It was a bit of a tough crowd, that one, but um, <laughs> that was one I won't forget. But um, yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, it's just amazing being able to do this as a job, press and play on like tunes that everyone just loves. And I think Reminisce is just really special for that, where you kind of know what you're going to get in a good way, where mm. you're going to get people who absolutely love them. Everyone there is passionate about the music. Mm. No one's there for any other reason. They're there for the music. Yeah, they're there yeah. for like to have a good time. And at the end of the day, they know they're going to get it. And the big one next year, number 10, isn't it? Yeah. I'm interested. Well, I've not been told what's going to happen next year, but they're going to have to do something to like make it special. But yeah, any spares? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Show <laughs> me out. Yeah, yeah, you show me out some Everton tickets. Actually, keep the Everton tickets. I'll give you the rest. Give me more of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been boss to have you on. Like, like I said to the listeners there, I do, I do listen to Inzaman. Oh, listen cheers, to you man. in particular. Big fan of you, and when I found out you're the blue, I wanted to get you on. So thanks for coming on, lads. Always, I appreciate Back it. Back on in the season sometime, fancy you? Yeah. Anytime, anytime. Hopefully we're doing a little bit better. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> More of a positive one. Yeah, boss. Um, now, thanks everyone for watching this episode of Across the Park podcast. Please like, share and subscribe this video. Sub into our videos is everything to us. We're here in the amazing podcast studios. That wouldn't be possible unless we show these guys our reach and, and our passionate followers that, that you guys are. So if you're already subscribed, pop this video in your WhatsApp group. Tell your mates to subscribe as well. We really appreciate it. Judgey's back on Wednesday with the Arsenal preview. Big thanks to my guest, Jack Hellier. And as always, up the toffees.